Kano Liu Kang Serious Snack Evan William Crockett Josh Zero Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies. My name's Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. I'm Josh. Hey, Josh. Boom! How's it going there, buddy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Great. Well, this is a podcast <laughs> about old movies from our childhood. <laughs> I, have, I have here in the notes, space for personal flair. So... <laughs> Oh, aren't you glad we didn't do Noah? <laughs> Wait, that is the best note I've ever heard in my life. I gave you no flair. I am not flair. <laughs> okay, well, strong start to an episode. Do you want to give me that? Here, you want to seriously give me that note? Let's just take a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, welcome. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood-ish. Josh and I are childhood best friends. We've been best friends for a long, 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 shang long time. Yeah, probably too long. And we pick one movie from our from when we were younger and that we haven't maybe watched in a long time. We revisit it in 2019 with fresh 31-year-old eyes. Happy New Year. And then we rate it at the end of the episode. We give it a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby. Wow. I like that you snuck in that Happy New Year so seamlessly. <laughs> Just a real quick, hey, by the way, we're in a new decade. <laughs> Say it's not even by the way. You're just like here's a thing, here's a thing. Happy New Year. Here's another thing. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I'm 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 a regular Pat Sajak. Um, Josh, <laughs> what did we watch this week? Oh boy! Let me lean down to pick up my phone for some reason. <laughs> sounded... I'm sorry about that sound. That was a serious dad noise. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, let's get that serious dad music. That's the be- all right. That was the neither greatest. of us are dads. That <laughs> that was the last and first time. <laughs> that was the greatest uh, call for music that I've ever heard. Dad music. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh man, there was one that you played like a couple episodes back. That was like a techno-y. It had like kind of a techno-y. Oh yeah, yeah. Deal. And um, my reaction was like, oh, I love that. And I wish I remember what it was. I should listen I, to these episodes. I know what it is. It was uh, Josh's um, something hacks. Play it right now. Oh, there it well, was. I wish I could hear it. Yeah. There it was. I wish. I, yeah. You I loved it, it again now. just now. <laughs> I, loved, I loved it again. You knew it. 
We watched Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat from 1995 is based on the extremely popular fighting game franchise that is continuing to this day. Shoutouts to Mortal Kombat 11, which came out last year. Didn't win fighting game of the year at the Game Game Awards. That went to Smash Ultimate. I get why it went to Smash Ultimate, but people are mad. So it's fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Shout out to Sonic Fox. Yeah, Sonic Fox, sponsor us on uh, YouTube. Um, But yeah, this was uh, 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 a a, uh, obviously based on the video game franchise, directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, um, who you are familiar with, even if you don't think you are, because basically, if you look at his credits, if you have seen a video game movie. He has been involved with it. He did all of the like Resident Evil movies. Um, he did uh, 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 the he did the Dead or Alive movie, which I don't know if anybody saw. Um, he did that uh, movie. Don't know about that. He did that movie Death Race, which was kind of like a video game oh, situation. Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, Jason Statham, um, and he is also doing what's coming out this year in 2020. Um, he's doing a movie based on Monster Hunter, which is an incredibly popular Capcom um, fantasy Monster. series. Um, so anyway, that's all to say that this this was kind of one of his first forays into what launched really his his career of doing video game movie adaptations. Um, hmm. Yeah, Josh. Good for his career. Good for you, Paul William Scott. I t- I had to do a double take because when I saw that it was directed by Paul Anderson, I was like, "Wait a minute, Paul Thomas Anderson?" But it's not the same guy. You know who Paul Thomas Anderson is, right? Nah, it means nothing to me. <laughs> oh, I was not on that on on board for that. He's the one who did. Um, he's the one who did Punch Drunk Love. Um, he did Boogie Nights. Oh. He did There Will Be Blood. I feel like we've had this conversation on the podcast. This is history repeating itself. Not well, not specifically about Paul Thomas Anderson, but it's true that you don't watch a lot oh. of movies. Um, I don't. I don't really watch movies. Well, hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Hey, <laughs> about old movies. Um, Josh, do you have a synopsis for us? I do, surprisingly. Go do it. Where to go? It. Okay, here You've we go. Been prepared lately, you have not. That's not a surprise. Well, good. For well, you. it's because um, I'm using my phone now instead of the computer. I don't know why that makes the difference. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> we got uh, the one sentence version or the three sentence version. You know what? Let's go for the three sentence. Let's go three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pulling this one off of the. Plot summaries off IMDb that are user-submitted. As always... Oh, my God! Oh, no! Shit! There's one by Anthony Pereira. I can't look at it. I can't look at it. Why can't you look at it? Do that one. No, you Leo's love those terrible ones. Uh, yeah, right. but but at this point, it's like a meme. Like... <laughs> like This is a meme that only we enjoy. <laughs> I know, but if, if you mention his name, we're going to have to read it. Like... What are you going to deprive the okay. audience? Think about the audience. I don't know. I have a, I have a feeling I'm going to have to stop halfway through, but here we go. All right. All right. The Emperor of Outer World has his sights set on conquering the realm of Earth, but in order to do so, he has to win 10 straight the ancient Mortal Kombat tournaments. <laughs> 
The... <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, okay. The the Emperor's Sorcerer, Sheng Tsung, has led Outworld's forces to nine straight victories. The only thing standing between Earth and the Emperor Emperor's evil forces are three human beings. Liu Kang, who is only at the tournament to kill Sheng Tsung for the murder of his brother. Sonya Blade, a law enforcement officer who was lured to the ship under the pretenses of catching her partner's killer... And Johnny Cage, an egotistical movie star who ha- who the press has dubbed as fake and is only at the tournament as a way to prove himself. It will be up to Lord Raiden to teach his three warriors to look deep inside themselves to find the ability to beat Shang Tsung and save the realm of Earth from devastation. <laughs> you know what? That was, that was one of the best Anthony Prairie's... Uh, I think that was my favorite synopsis I've ever done and read. Yeah, you did a really good job with that, Josh. Here, oh, I hey, I got to give it credit to Anthony, not me. Edits Peraria, damn man, your, your delivery was really strong too. So so well done. I felt really in. I was in the pocket that one. Yeah, you were in the pocket. You were like one of the Almond Brothers. Um, so yeah, so Mortal Kombat. This was a uh, this was a Josh pick this week. I'm just gonna out you. Um, yeah. Did, did you play the games when you were a kid? Oh God, absolutely. Uh, really? I think that okay. was the reason. I think I'm trying to remember. When, so uh, when the PlayStation One came out and I got it for Christmas, I remember saying my parents being like, "Okay, we're gonna uh, what what game would you want mm-hmm. if you got a PlayStation?" Trying to remember what game I had. I think I actually, no. I think it was Twisted Metal. Yep, I got first. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it would probably was neck and neck with that in Mortal Kombat like two. Wow. Okay. Because that game, I just, I mean, how could you not want that game? It was some crazy fantasy fighting game with finish him. Like, how could you say no to that? Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, and the, and what was so cool about that game, I feel like so, and I never played it. I never. This wasn't really my jam. Um, mm. I was because I was raised on like Mario. I think we've talked about that in previous episodes. So my oh, jam yeah. for for PlayStation One was like Crash Bandicoot and sure. Gex, um, stuff that's a little bit more Gex. family friendly. Yeah, you remember Gex? Um, he had kind of a sexual aspect to him. Yeah, Ge- Gex made a lot of like uh, double entendres. Um, yeah. But Mortal Kombat was was a little bit too gory. Like this is one that that my parents would never. They they would have been in the legion of parents that were like anti Mortal Kombat because I mean that was that was a thing. It's it continues to be a thing. People debating about violence in video games. Um, but especially Mortal Kombat was was really kind of a turning point for a lot of video games. Um, I'm so happy we get to talk about video games in this episode, and it actually is like, <laughs> it's actually like pertinent <laughs> instead of me just going a, top, on a, a topic that uh, we actually want to talk about. <laughs> instead of me just going on a random like two minute rant about JRPGs. Anyway, um, but Mortal Kombat was was particularly I think effective. And also, um, well, both in a positive way and in a negative way, because it was people. It was actually like 
photograph or, or you know photos of people. I don't remember what the what the name of the technique is called, but it was like photorealistic. Like basically, they would stack a bunch of pictures on top of each other instead of animating. <coughs> Sorry, I just okay? ate a clove. I just oh. ate a pickled clove. Oh, oh my God, that was serious supper. Oh, that was. I'm sorry. Are you okay? I'm eating like okay. I went to a Cajun restaurant and I got their pickled vegetables. <laughs> Not uh-huh. just that. I got other things. Okay, but it's like pickled vegetables, <laughs> and then they you. put put grapes in it for some reason. That was kind of good, but I, there was a whole clove, and I just stuck it in my mouth, and it was awful. Yikes on bikes! I'm so sorry. I interrupted you. Hey, no great. worries. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember what the technique is called. But instead of animating like a um a sprite it's it's photos of of human bodies that like they yeah. take thousands of photos and then like while they're doing a pose so when you move your character in it's the game like it's stop motion right yeah it's it's almost like stop motion i i really wish i could remember what it's called but um i think that added to the impact of like you know people doing these moves with these characters and it was like actually human bodies interacting or if it's if it's in the case of a character like Goro, it's like claymation, which yeah, kind of also mimics that that reality. Um, it's also just like a fun game, a lot of replay value. Yeah, it's so much fun to like sit with your. I mean that that's such a, an allure of fighting games is like it's you and a buddy, and you're you're able to just like hit buttons and things happen. Like it's it gives and you beat st- the shit out of them. <laughs> It gives you like instant gratification. Who was your rip um, their head off? Finish him. Who was your like main in Mortal Kombat? Did you have one? Uh, reptile. Reptile. Uh, he was my boy. Uh, you know, I'm trying. I mean, I was I was always like Scorpion Reptile, and then when Ultimate came out, I was all about cyrax and smoke yeah i liked all of the weird creepy robot ninja like evil dudes those were the what about uh those are the ones that i played those what about amazing. noob cybot um i wasn't that interested with him for some reason i remember like his like combos or his moves i was just like this is i'm not into this no okay I'm out. well that, but that's... i also Oh, go ahead. I also didn't get a ton of like extended replay value out of these games. I would play them for like very short spurts of time because I didn't have a brother or a sister. Really, like I didn't have a lot of people. I would go over to friends' houses. I wouldn't. They wouldn't come back to mine. So I was mostly doing solo on these. Okay. Yeah. eh, Sure. Playing against the computer. Yeah. 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 Fighting games. It's yeah. It's definitely fun to just to just jump in. Um. Yeah, so a little little bit of production backstory. You know me. You know what I like to do. Um, the, not really anything too surprising. Um, it 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 when it came out, they they pushed it. It was going to come out earlier. They pushed it back because they knew it was going to be a bigger hit than they thought it was going to be. Um, so it spent three weeks at at the number one spot in the U.S. box office. Um, Critical reception was pretty split between people who were in it just for the good time and for the at the time like decent visuals, um, and then other people who were expecting maybe a little bit more story. Um, uh, one one really interesting thing that I saw was that 
it was supposed to be Cameron Diaz in the role of Sonya Blade instead of Bridget uh, Wilson. <coughs> Interesting. Crazy? Wouldn't that uh, have been I... weird? No. Uh, I mean, she was a Charlie's Angel. She was a Charlie's Angel, but she was kind of like the like baby spice of the Charlie's Angels, you know? Yeah. Where Sonya Blade I mean, is a little bit more a... badass. If I was a, I don't know, if I was a casting director and, well, this was back like 1995, like, and I saw Cameron Diaz and, I don't know, I, I could, I could see her in this role. Yeah, sure, I I could, it just, it, it would have been, that just was the one that, that, uh, kind of stuck out to me, um, and Brandon Lee, uh, Bruce Lee's son, was also gonna play Johnny Cage, but then he, infamously, he died during the filming of The Crow, so they, um, they had Damn to re- recast that role as well. Um, what could have been? What what could have been? Um, but so so you played the games. We talked about that. So did you also watch the movie then? Oh hell yeah! Because uh, this one is more based on Mortal Kombat two actually than the original Mortal Kombat. Well, that first Mortal Kombat is like there. It's so like nuts and bolts. There's six characters, like four. I remember like maybe like four stages. Hmm. I mean, it it's it's limited. I mean, it was great at what it did, but there wasn't that much meat on it. Like once you kind of got through it, it was like okay, uh, that's it. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat too. Like I, I think it like doubled its character count. So that's probably when they were like, oh yeah, we got we got uh, some room to play here. So yeah, <laughs> I loved I loved the games. That movie I was. Uh, I br- I loved that one. I remember getting into Annihilation, which is I think the third one, as well. Uh, but it's the sequel. It was also the Mortal Kombat Annihilation is is next. It was also kind of it was also kind of a private interest. Like I don't really remember sharing my fanship for the Mortal Kombat movies or the mm. games for that matter with anybody. Because I don't know. I mean, again, I I don't have any brothers or sisters, so. Yeah. I, I didn't really have anybody to but to play that with, and I think at some for some reason at that point in my life, like I wasn't around people that I don't know. I'm trying to think who I would have like. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised with. that like you and your dad didn't play this together because your dad is all about the gore town, and I know that yeah, he plays think... video games, kind of. He I he, he did no 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 like he when I got my Sega back in the day. I played it and then he picked it up and he was like, no, 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 this is mine now. <laughs> and that also kind of happened with the PlayStation also. Like uh-huh. I ended up just watching him play like more games than I think I played. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, but I don't yeah. think he liked fighting games. My, uh, If I were to criti- criticize my dad on his gameplay style, it's that it lacks skill and uh mm. yeah <laughs> he's terrible he's terrible at playing video games he's just he's not good at it but he loves it <laughs> uh like he's the kind of person that like if he's playing like uh for example tomb raider which is like you've got a big boss in front of you and you have to kill it in a skillful way he's the kind of player that will like get 50 health packs and when the boss fight comes he'll stand in one place and shoot at the boss and then every five seconds, like, oh go to the menu God. and use a health pack. <laughs> Keep firing. Go to the menu, use a health pack. He'll just literally, uh, what is it called in war? Attrition. Uh, it's yeah, literally a war of attrition <laughs> with oh, every Jesus. every fight. 
So, of course, a fighting <sighs> game would have pissed him off. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, you... I gotta think. <laughs> I'm totally ripping him. I gotta. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Bob. But, uh, but I get it. I mean, there's, you know, video games are, for a lot of people, are meant to be kind of relaxing, right? So it's, it's, I, I, I get it. But at the same time, like for me, that's what I like about fighting games is that there is, there is a skill level to it that you have to kind of figure out like okay what is a what is a quarter circle what is a like sure you can movement like what is what does that mean like down down punch okay and then you've got to kind of like memorize all the combos like my favorite thing to do in in fighting games whenever i get a new fighting game is and i'm not good at fighting games i should just be be clear about that for all those people who are about to at me um you will win because i'm not actually good at them but i enjoy like yeah take it easy sonic fox <laughs> take it easy take it easy take it easy um i enjoy like going in, whoa going into the trials mode and um, like memorizing combos and and kind of doing it that way um, mm, but yeah. for for this movie, I did not grow up watching it. I don't think I've ever seen this. Um, I think I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation probably like on the TV back in the day. But yeah, this was a totally fresh um, situation for for me. Oh, that's that's exciting. Yeah, I kind of wish this one was fresh for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, maybe you'll take that back, or maybe you'll wish it even harder. We'll find out. After this short break. Hi, all. This is Morgan, Evan's wife, and I'm also president of the Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fan club. Great news. This podcast is growing in its fan base every day. The boys told me that I should remind you to tell your friends all about this podcast. But to be honest, I'm feeling... A little jealous and a little insecure and a little competitive. So please don't tell your friends about this podcast. Don't tell them that it can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, please don't follow Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook. And if you can forget you ever listened to the show and enjoyed it, please do. And if you could really do me a solid, please, 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 please do not email my husband, Evan, and his friend, Josh, at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Do not offer them any kind of love that I can't offer, okay? Thanks. Back to the show. Hey, Google. Hey, Evan. Hey, Josh. Uh, Welcome back. Now Google's going to try to talk to me. Hey, Josh. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, it didn't know my last name. That was awesome. It didn't know your last name? (laughs) It just said, hey, Josh. Hey, Hey, Google. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies. All right. We're back from the break. What can I do for the nicest person I know? No. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Interrupted me. To tell you that you're the greatest person that knows. Welcome to this podcast. Hey, about welcome back. Wait, are we back? What's welcome happening? <laughs> okay. What time is it? Uh, okay. It's late. It's too late. Um, so yeah. So like I mentioned before, we came back from the break. I had never seen this before. I went in with extreme reservations because this movie has, I think, like a. Something, what is it on Rotten Tomatoes? It's got a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. I can, fe- I can feel. You're, 
I, I, I like want to hold this moment of suspense. Why? Because I can feel on your end, you're like waiting. Release it. I know, but release I release your no, your egg no. sack of opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be like Sting. I want to do. I want to do like my the my egg opinion. Sack of opinion. I want to do like a tantric opinion. So I don't want to tell you until you tell me yours. No, you do it first. You're the one that hadn't seen it. <laughs> All right, I absolutely loved it, dude. It was so <laughs> much fun. This was, um, and I'm not kidding. Like this was so much fun. It is, it is, and I'm dubbing this. This is the best bad movie that we have watched for the podcast. Holy shit! Like this one is is the <laughs> the best of the like you know Josh intentionally chooses something cringy for Evan to like react to. I didn't even. <laughs> this time i do that but i didn't do that this time yeah well you didn't do i thought that you were trying to do that with robocop too um but so i so i thought that you were trying to do that with this but dude it was a blast and a half it was just so like from the very beginning where they they don't give you any kind of context they just drop you in with a fight between um shang soon and Liu kang's brother and then he's just like, I have your soul, your brother's soul. And then he yeah. like melts into a skull and you're like, oh, that is so cheesy and terrible and charming. They, they really, yeah, they really deliver on, on a lot of that. Dude, and it's it just is consistent like throughout. The whole thing is cheesy and the plot makes absolutely no sense at all. <laughs> And like they just kind of move from moment to moment with no intertwining, like, like follow through. I mean, yeah, the overall plot of like saving the world from, um, from Shang Tsung, the, the master of Outworld, like, but uh, it just is so cheesy. And they, they knew it. And I think that that is the most important thing is that they, they really knew what they had. And they just like went for it, um, and I I just absolutely loved it. loved it. So, what did you what did you find upon rewatching? Like, how often do you do you rewatch this? Oh man, well I I haven't watched this one in a very 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 long time. I think I watched Annihilation, the sequel, mm-hmm. maybe like six years ago. Okay, but. Besides that, I have I have do not recall watching this movie anywhere close to that. So it's been a very long time. Uh, and upon uh, watching this movie again, kind of made me remember how many times I have actually seen this movie because it's just I forgot so much of it. Yeah, like <laughs> I was re- I was I was actually really I was I was kind of hyped because I was like, oh man, I'm gonna nostalgia like so hard for this. But honestly, I retained almost none of it. <laughs> I remembered so little of it. Wow. Uh, but you yeah, still so I, it. I got in. So I enjoyed it, but honestly, I'm kind of, it's, I feel like it's so middling. I feel like mm. largely because, well, first off, I think that in terms of like a movie made about a video game, because again, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. It's a fighting game. Right. That's all you can really say about it. If you want to get into the lore, oh boy, it's, I mean, I guess it's there, but that's not what this game is about. <laughs> it's just about, it's about... Th- it's about throwing punches and big globs of blood coming out 
and like as a finishing move you rip somebody's head out and like play it like a bongo and then <laughs> yeah i don't know and there's somebody else finish him. yeah yeah Whoa, the, finish him. the lore for, the, for the, the the lore for the mortal Kombat realm <coughs> real it really is there like and there are people who take it seriously um and but, I think yeah. that's hilarious because the lore itself is just so silly. <laughs> like, well, it, it's and that's why this movie it com- it delivers with almost perfect pitch exactly what the video game is. Yes, it's just like yes. it's literally up. It's just it's it's like over the top fantasy fights that are kind of weirdly like violent but not really in a threatening way Mm -hmm. uh with very very little story and it's kind of it's it's charming that's how well they were able to do that it's like you're watching mortal kombat 2 everything is the same it's exactly it i thought i was gonna nostalgia baby harder though for some Mm. reason i was like yep yep this is it this is fun this is great maybe i've just watched it so many times that like some of that kind of like I don't know, but for some reason I watched it. And I was like, "Yep, yeah. this is this is the movie." Yeah, that's that's. An, I could see that this would be a difficult one to track, especially when if you're younger. So I I could actually see how it would be um, hard to like remember specific plot points or um, things because it is kind of a mess. I mean, I, I should be clear when I say like, it's the best bad movie that we've ever watched for the oh podcast. My God, it, I get it. Like get it. it is bad. Like don't, you know, don't go into this being like, Oh, I'm going to watch like a really nice martial arts movie. It's like, no, no, no. If you want that, go watch like Ong Bak or, you know, um, Ip Man or something. But this is like so cheesy and the special effects, Effects are oh my god so high golden in the like best of ways. Um, I, th- I think the the fight between Scorpion and Johnny Cage that is just was the epitome so of this good. movie. I remember being so upset now that I remember about that fight because I watched it and went, "There is no fucking way that Johnny Cage would beat Scorpion like that." No way! But see, that's the thing that makes the movie... Like, that's kind of a brilliant yeah, move. Yeah, that's why it's great. That they did that because they... Yeah, so to give a little bit of context, um, Scorpion and Johnny Cage start fighting. No reason why. It doesn't seem like it's a part of the tournament at all. Johnny Cage... Scorpion is, just seems menacing. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> he's like... That's it. He's just kind of menacing, and then he has the weird thing, the, the, the like, get over here, palm, bird, snake thing that, like, and then him and Johnny Cage get transported into, like, another dimension that looks like it's, like, you know, the set of Rent or something, or there's a bunch of just, like, dusty ladders everywhere. Um, and some bones. Yeah, dusty ladders and bones. <laughs> It's, it's so like where bad. Scorpion takes like his foes to beat them, but also like bleach their bones and arrange them in a somewhat pleasing way. And then like, and then he arranges the dust in such a way that if if you do like a suplex on one part of the bridge, only the dust on that part of the bridge will fall down. And then like you suplex. Like, there was some attention to detail that I was really impressed with for how cheesy it was. 
Um, it's it's nice to think of Scorpion like nesting his apartment in preparation for, <laughs> for a, Johnny Cage for to come fight. and fight him. <laughs> yeah, Yay. no, it's it was really great, and I, I think my favorite thing about that whole scene was that the um, that at the end of it, like, so you were saying there's no way Johnny Cage would beat Scorpion. Well, but at the yeah. end of the fight, like. They they like transcend reality with there being like a burning scorpion and then a a signed autograph from Johnny Cage like falls down and starts burning too. And I just was yeah. like, well, this is amazing. Well, that that that's a move that Johnny Cage does in the video game. I forget which one it is. It's one of I his fatalities. It's I, I well, it's a fatality, but it also might be like because there's other ones like uh, brutality and like humiliation, maybe. Right. I forget yeah. all of them. Yeah. But there was one where he essentially like kills you and leaves an autograph. Yeah. Uh, and that's so what they amazing. were trying to do. Yeah. I, yeah. And and I just I have a favorite part of that scene too. Okay. Uh, you 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 continue. No, I just uh, that's like. I, I, I just thought that that was very like self-aware of them to to put like a direct reference from the video game in and also be like, hey, this is a movie. Like here's a little movie reference. Like this this guy has hero power. Like this guy has protagonist armor. <laughs> like that's why he's gonna win this fight, you know? This is the definition of of protagonist armor plot armor plot armor that's the right term yeah. oh my god yeah this this uh, guy has plot armor right what's your so, favorite so i have scene? well i just i love this scene so much it's so fantastic but my favorite part of it is that so scorpion has a famous line in the games which is get over here because oh, yeah. he shoots the little I thing from his hand say. and he grabs you <laughs> and pull it towards you well the the director was like Man, it's such a good line, and it's such a long fight. We should have him say some other stuff to kind of, <laughs> you know, build the tension and just kind of like fill out the scene. And the writers were like, "Okay, what do you what do you want him to say?" They're like, well, how about a scene where like Johnny Cage is above him, mm-hmm. and Scorpion really needs him to come down to finish the fight? So he says, "Get down here!" In like the same cadence. <laughs> And then the writers are like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll get that one. And they're like, okay, wait. But also, when they get to the place, like, they teleport weirdly to Scorpion's house. Yes. <laughs> he gets there, and Johnny Cage needs to, like, be kind of blown away that he's in a different place. We should have Scorpion say something to, like, to, like, kind of, like, instigate that, like, he's in a new place. Well, what do you mean? It's like, well, we should just have him welcome him to the new place. <laughs> He's like, do you want him to just say welcome then? Perfect. Well, sure. <laughs> so he just said, so literally, it's, just, it's get over here. Get down here. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. When they get there, he just goes, welcome. Dude, that and was. It's like, what the fuck? All of, all of those things were such a perfect nod to the kids like yourself who were busy playing the video games and like. They knew Scorpion said, get over here. And they knew that, like, after every fight, you know, Shang Tsung says, flawless victory. And, and like, I think he tells Goro to finish him sometimes. It's just like, yeah, oh, my God. man, they, they really just went all, they went ham. Like, you can tell there's a lot of love for the, the game franchise. Um, 
from the director um yeah yeah i really don't have much else to say uh it's funny actually that you mentioned critically like how could you (laughs) no how how could you um it's funny that you mentioned earlier one thing that i forgot to mention was your favorite character is reptile he almost wasn't in the movie um they yeah he was no they they added him in afterwards because they they got feedback from early screenings that said like there wasn't enough fight sequences so like that whole scene that happens with um, Liu Kang and Reptile when they're fighting in the dilapidated temple was was like added in after the fact. So the the directors none of them knew oh what what Reptile was even going to look like. Where he ended up looking like a weird chameleon thing. <laughs> well, that makes so much sense because it's very weird that yeah, the he, reptile is a chameleon. Like, why did they choose that? Yeah, he's and he then really he just turns. Out. Um, but that makes so much sense now. It's like, oh shit, we already filmed this. How do we add reptile in now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just a little a little Mortal Kombat from 1995 trivia for you, um, like Josh. That. Unless there's anything else you need to say about the movie, I think it's about that time that we give it a rating. Uh, I, if I'm gonna give one criticism to the movie, it's that the character Goro, like <laughs> we get it. The character Goro, we get it. He's like big, hulky, and menacing. But literally any time he's on screen or just off screen, they have to have the fucking character at all times go like, yeah, like he's just grunting. Growling. And it takes up 80% of the movie. Like, And it's so loud. Like they're talking. He's like, yeah. it's like, dude, you're just standing. Like breathe normally. <laughs> Everything's gonna be it was okay. It's so getting really Goro. annoying. Yeah. They really like that grunting sound for Goro, and it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, he was. Um, I, I, that's that's. I guess the criticism I would also laud is that I don't think they needed to use him as much as they used him. Like he's because even in the video game franchise, he's kind of a special character. But in this, he was almost like a normal character. I was kind of looking forward to there being a little bit more suspense built around Goro. But you know what? That that's okay. I'll 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 take it where I can get it. Um, yeah, Josh. All that. All, hey! none of that was usable. Josh, do you give <laughs> do you give Mortal I Kombat know. from nineteen ninety five a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby? Well, Evan, <gasps> sometimes when a, a a little boy grows into a larger boy. He has to look inside himself and see if he is a mortal combat. This is the worst acceptance speech I've ever given. <laughs> the, I, I give this a be kind and rewind. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I was Thank going. you. Yay. Yay. Thank you. For best, best original song ever. <laughs> be kind and rewind. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, no beating around Easy. the bush. I, I'm going to give it a be kind of rewind too. I think that it's it's the best bad movie we watch for the podcast. It as as a movie that's based on a video game, I I think it really delivers on like capturing the spirit of the video game um, perfectly. Like in oh in a, in a way that not many other movie video game tie-ins 
like they're all kind of either bad or they intentionally take like a totally different direction a la super mario let's just talk about the super mario brother movie for a moment yeah yeah (laughs) oh my god yeah completely and and i get what they were going like there they were like let's go completely against tone (laughs) get it whereas it's like no i don't really you don't really need to do that um yeah. Best possible pandering. Lo- loved it. Thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode. Of- oh, well, I do have a recommendation for what people oh, should watch. Oh, okay. And actually, it popped into Is my... Is it Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's it's something it. that popped into my head um, immediately when you texted me that we were going to do this. Um, I was like, oh, I already know what my recommendation is going to be. Um, have you seen Kung Fury? Uh oh, is that is that the one where he's like fighting a cow? N- no, that's um, that's another movie that I Kung can't Pao. Remember. Yeah, that's like Kung Pao into the chicken, where they where it's Ye- like oh yeah 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 they yeah, do yeah. that. That's a weird that's a weird movie. I I would not recommend Kung that movie. Fury. Kung Fury is a free uh, movie on YouTube uh, in 2015. It was written by directed by and starring this guy david sandberg who did a kickstarter um for making a film that was paying homage to 1980s martial arts and police action films um so it is if you have not seen it it is incredible and it's it's cheesy in all the right ways they absolutely nail the dialogue of like old action movies that are like way over the top like if if you think you know over the top you don't until you see kung fury <laughs> like it is, is this, amazing wait, is does he fight nazis in it he fights hitler i have seen this yes that's a good recommendation it's so good okay i completely forgot about that movie <laughs> yeah i i just for whatever reason i was like oh that's what it is um, he's like the, all the all the dialogue is kind of yeah it's kind of like this that's how he talks in the whole yeah. thing and he's like go back into the time and i punched him so hard that i went back in time yeah yeah i remember right like, now the the greatest hacker on the planet hacker man and oh it's just oh, so good if you have not seen it do yourself a huge i watched it right after i watched mortal kombat i watched kung fury <laughs> and i just was because like, it's it's free it's 30 what do you minutes give kung fury you give it a big oh i give that one a keep in the rotating queue of like you know hey every every year every every half year you should probably watch this um it's free i mean what, what's your excuse yeah. it's 30 minutes long Okay, figure it out. Walking if in you the, don't think you have time for this. Walking in the park is also this. free. That's good use of your time. What? Exercise. Walking? Birds. No, 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 Consume all the media. Okay, okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. Josh, thank you so much for being my lovely co-pilot this episode. You're welcome. Tapes, tapes, tapes. I've been giving you a compliment in a really long time. Um, don't don't okay well happy Come new on. year everybody <laughs> happy new year my resolution is to be oh, more okay, okay with yeah. Evan giving me compliments okay so your resolution is to be more okay my resolution <laughs> my is to be more okay 
Um, yep. My my resolution is to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is the worst resolution I've ever heard. That's in a way, it's really the best resolution, right? Because more you, okay. You should be you should be okay with yourself. So. You know what? That's gonna. But be- that's not the resolution. It's to be more okay. Well, but what you define being okay. <laughs> Ugh, I hate shit. I have to define. What's your resolution? My resolution. Uh, I. I hate resolutions so much. Um, Is that your resolution? I hate them. My New Year's resolution is to be more consistent about my beard upkeep in 2020. Just get a comb. Well, there we go. It's an easy resolution to fix. It's a it's a smart goal. (laughs) We did it. In uh, that was quick. Thank you. That's what they call. I gotta work on being okay. College. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.